Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Secure AF Podcast. I'll be your host today, Tanner, and I've got here with me Keelan. What's happening? Thank you for joining me today. Uh, so we wanted to talk about the five things that you need to ensure that you have a good pen test. So we see a lot of pen tests that are wasted. We see a lot of companies get bad pen tests. A lot of the times we'll do a pen test and they say, oh no, this was a good company. They're, they do really good pen tests. And we're like, well, they didn't do a good job. Now that might not be because of the company. Right. It might be because of the customer. So we have to kind of figure out what's what's going on there whenever we you do it. know what a pen test actually is. <laughs> that too. A yeah. lot of people don't understand the difference between a Vuln scan, a pen test, a risk assessment, people are a red team. Right. People don't understand the differences. So I mean that's that's definitely important. So we we kind of came up with a with a list. We said what are what are the most important things that you you need? Like what are we what did, we could talk about it all day. Let's nail it down. What are the most important things? So the first one has kind of a little bit been beaten to death, but it's it's super important. So I want to talk about it kind of how we do it. Right. Uh scoping. Yep. So we make scoping a conversation, not just a form. It's not what are your IPs? What are, you know, what are we doing? It's, it's, hey, let's talk about it. Okay, what, what are the IPs? Sure, we need to know that, but what are these? What are these systems? Are these right. different VLANs? Is this all together? Does it all route? Can we all talk to everything? Um, y- your scoping doesn't really need to fit in a form. Like, it's great that it does, especially, you know, like, as a consultant, like, you're pricing and stuff, but for the engagement side, we're worried about the customer directly. It doesn't need to fit in a form. It needs to be paragraphs, right? You need to write right. it out. What is it? And so we'll say, okay, kind of what what's on this? Is this your VoIP VLAN? Okay, do we want it? Do you worry about the VoIP VLAN? Does it route to anything? Mm-hmm. Do you guys host your own VoIP server? Do you use do you use a third party for your VoIP? Do you you know what what do you do there? Is there a point to testing that Teams phones? Do we want to include those in scope? So definitely, kind of run through the whole thing. You need to, you need to talk about it. You need to say what are what are the reasons that we are going to be adding this VLAN. Um, you need to say, okay, these are, these are ICS systems here. This right. is your SCADA VLAN. Do we want to test your SCADA VLAN? Like, okay, they might say, no, we don't want to test it. And I say, okay, well, well, why don't you want to test it? Let's talk about why you don't want to test it. Can we, can we do it in a safe manner? Exactly. Can, we, can, we, can we do it passively? What if we just passively sniff traffic and scan? And, or, or what if we just set up a tool like Nozomi and we say, okay, cool, look, here's, here's what you have. Maybe at that point you're falling out of a traditional pen test but but the point is, you're you're still fixing the security issues, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So you just have to find a way with the scoping. So and not omitting anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the other big huge part of it is you need to scope in everything that you need. Um. Not only <laughs> everything you everything you want. Ideally, <laughs> whenever the the best pen test you're gonna get is you, is you talk to your pen tester. What's in scope? Everything. Everything. Round it up. Go. Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything, absolutely all of it. Um, you know, if they start saying, okay, social engineering in scope, yes. Is external in scope? Yes. Phishing? Yes. Still Can you make phone calls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we physically break in? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have a good company doing it and you scope everything in, they're going to find a lot more stuff. <laughs> they find a lot more stuff. You don't want it to just be, okay, we want you to m- pivot your way in from the outside and you can do these three IPs, whenever you have 30 IPs, and those three IPs are just fully patched up-to-date servers. Right. You don't scope in social engineering. You don't scope in anything else. You just say, these three IPs are the scope. Test these. We want you to pivot in. If you can pivot in, then we want an internal. 
Like what it also does is allows the pen testers to be able to do provide their expertise and also perform tests um, tailored around the way that they think they see things. And then from there, possibly discover things that the team themselves that hired us, they may have overlooked because oftentimes they feel as though that they know everything sometimes. Okay. This is how this connects. This is how we talk with, with this, this technology over here. And then from there, they also, without even testing it, they were unaware that, Hey, there was a gap here. (laughs) Almost always. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you you need to, to put everything you can into it. We see very often where people are afraid they don't, I mean, that's, that's kind of what it seems like is they don't want people to, they don't want to look bad. Right. Right. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. That kind of comes to, to another one of ours. Um, but yeah, scope in everything that you possibly can. It almost comes down to a budgeting conversation. If you, if you, if you have the budget to scope in everything, man, do it, do it. Because the, the people who are your adversaries, the people who are attacking your network, they do not care what your scope is. Mm, absolutely not. For a, for a hacker, LinkedIn's in scope. Phone calls are in scope. Web exploits are in scope. Nothing server exploits are in scope. <laughs> Everything is in scope. Yep. Now, there are certain people who they don't necessarily need to scope it or want to scope everything in for various reasons. Right. And, and there's tons of valid reasons for that. I'm saying for the ideal scenario where you just take your network from you know here to here is you're going to be far more secure if you can test everything than some of the things. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're testing everything, you already know where what's weak. You already know where the weaknesses are. And if you're continuously testing things, then you constantly have a program and system in place to basically address those weaknesses. We had a pen test a while back uh, where I was doing some some DNS enumeration. And I was looking through... And I found all kinds of stuff. And I went back and I looked at the, uh, the, the host that I was given. And I noticed that the ones I was concerned about, I'm talking about remote code execution vulnerabilities and external servers. I, it, they weren't in scope. And I hit them up and I said, hey, just, just wanted to check. Uh, I noticed these. It looks like they might have some problems. And I wasn't even scanning. It was just stuff I found on Shodan. Like, right. you know. And uh, I said, just, you know, I'd be happy to check these out for you. I didn't even say, hey, you didn't pay for this. I said, I'd be happy to check these out for you. Uh, Let me know if you wanted to include these in the scope. And they just said, those weren't in scope. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. All right, cool. I guess have vulnerabilities. And, you know, at that point, it became very apparent that it's like, they don't really care. This is something that they have to do. And he's doing it because he has to, and he doesn't want to look bad. Right. You know, and and it is what it is. We we, We tend to sometimes get that often. Yeah, for sure. How often would you say that you see people wanting to hide things in a scope or not wanting to put things in scope? Um, mainly if they're only interested in, I guess, acquiring said services um, to meet compliance. Mm. Compliance based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compliance is a is a double edged sword. Uh, compliance gets people to do pen tests, which is good, right? But it also gets people to look for crappy pen tests on purpose. I think. Or at least, at least just want to check a box. They don't really care. They're going to get that report, stick it in a drawer. They're never going to look at it again. Um, so yeah, you're, you're scoping. The more you tell me after all the work we put in. (laughs) I know, I know. It doesn't feel good whenever you do a pen test three years in a row and find the same vulnerabilities. Right. As a pen tester, it doesn't feel good. I like whenever I go to a place year after year and they are just, I 
slam dunk the first year. Just right. nail him. Five ways to domain admin. I go in the next year. They fixed most of it. Maybe I got maybe I got DA. Maybe it took me a day. Right. And the next year I go in and get shut out. But so that just goes to show like the team effort. Yeah, we may like alias may be like a third party or any pen testing um um company may be a third party coming in providing those services. But when you come in it, when you you approach it with the perspective like, hey, they're gonna help us better secure to where we don't have to go through a breach this year or get caught with our pants let's drop down yeah, yeah. to the point where you have, then you have to address the public about what took place, spend X amount of dollars on actually investigating what took place and so forth. Your pen test is cheaper than an IR, I promise you. 100%. <laughs> well, this kind of leads us to, to number two, which is uh, don't put pen testers in a box. So and what I mean by that is uh, sometimes I would go into a network and I would be just on a VLAN that's completely isolated from everything else, right? It happens. And I would say, okay, I'm allowed to VLAN hop or whatever, and maybe I'll try, but sometimes you can't. Like sometimes you're just, okay, well, I came and maybe they gave me a full scope, but they just put me in a room, stuck me on a VLAN where I can only talk to a slash 24 that has two devices on it that aren't really doing anything. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, I here I can show the work. Look, I did all these things, but I'm talking to myself yeah. because you stuck me in a box that I can't do anything on. Yeah. Um, we've before been put in a room where they had NAC and uh, network access control. We couldn't get onto the network and they just said, oh yeah, you know, that's, that's part of the pen test. You have to bypass controls. <laughs> and we're like, you're, are you, what if we can't? You paying us for this still? Like, are, we still came out and did this. This doesn't provide you any value. Right. For the record, we did get past NAC. Really? Uh, yeah, it still wasn't a phenomenal pen test. Well, we, I grabbed a phone, mm-hmm. and I was able to take the Mac from the phone, spoof the Mac, plug into it, and then I got on the VoIP network. Right, that way. Yeah, but the VoIP network couldn't talk to everything. Oh, really? So I was able to still end up like getting to the to uh, user VLAN, but I couldn't get to the server. It, it, it was not a... I don't feel like I did a pen test that I can leave and go, yeah, they're secure. Yeah. Like, I know that that wall port is pretty secure. Because, I mean, when there's not much there or we don't have um, much controls and we're trapped inside a box like some clients may tend to want to put us in it just go it when when the report gets back to them there's not much there <laughs> there's absolutely not be much there absolutely um, i mean if you want to better secure your systems you at least want to provide an opportunity or at least provide a scope that allows a report to actually have some meat on its bones absolutely yeah, I mean, th- look, there there are ways that you can you can come out on top, and and you know, you want to have good security in a pen test, right? So the the proper way to do that, in my opinion, would be if you want to test your NAC, plug them in and go, yeah, see if you can get past the NAC. Check on them in thirty minutes. Did you get past the NAC? No. Do you want me to just allow you? Okay, allow them. Yeah. And then from there, you can go still get full testing, right? Or you can say that in the previous topic of scoping. And that all goes into the report as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, that makes you look better than, I don't know, it's an empty report that didn't let us test. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that, uh, again, comes into scoping a little bit, right? Yeah. Hey, we have NAC. We do want to test it, but, you know, let us know if you can. And a lot of the times we'll test unauthenticated. We'll test uh, assume breach where we have an authenticated user. We'll test different VLANs. Hey, see if you can hop from this VLAN. See if you can pivot. Right. And we won't spend the entire time trying that. If it means, okay, I can test the rest of the network. If we just say, maybe I'll spend a half a day on it and go, hey, 
I don't think I can do this or it's at least pretty hard to do this. Right. So let's go ahead and test the rest of the network. Like we need to, it's more important to test everything than to just spend six weeks hammering on something that you might have. There's not a lot of time wasted. Right. Absolutely. Um, so one of the, uh, the other things that, you know, these all tie in together. They're almost like we did on purpose. So, uh, number three, number three, uh, get company buy-in. What do you mean by that? Uh, pen testers are your friend. Yeah. So, uh, get, get your company to want to do a pen test. You need to know everybody on the team understands why a pen test might be useful. Now, there are times you might not want to let people know ahead of time that there's going to be going to be something like that. Um, you might want to see the SOX response or see something like that. Yeah. Um, but your your company needs to be on board for it. And not just not just your SOC. You you need to have your board on board for it. Mm-hmm. They need to budget for it. They need to understand that it is a valuable thing. You need to have your CISO or your CIO or whoever your your top level person is. That needs to be your really big advocate, especially if it's CISO. Like yeah. that needs to be your hardest advocate for like we want the most pen testing. We want all of the pen testing. All the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of the times uh somebody will go, Yeah, we have this company buy-in, but but we don't, you know, IT doesn't want to do this and and you gotta have everybody on board in, in the chain. Like if you have IT that they go, oh no, we saw this and we just, we shut the system off. Like, I don't know. You go, okay, great, great job. You noticed that we are doing some testing. If you want to turn that back on, we can resume testing or we can right. do X, Y, Z and sorry, we don't want to interrupt your workflow. Like, you know, work around it, but you have to have the buy-in from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Can't just be one person who goes, yeah, we're going to bring on a pen tester and then they just get completely shut out. Like that might make you look good and- it just doesn't do that much good for you as far as it doesn't really secure. What did you come away from that pen test with? What is the value that your organization got from you coming in, quarantining somebody's machine and not letting them do anything? Yeah. Like you, you can feel good that you did that. It's an expensive report. It is. It is. It's expensive. It's expensive. All right. So we've, uh, we've got our number four, number four, know why you're getting a pen test. Ooh. So, a lot of the times people just go, we want a pen test. And why? We want to know that we're secure. Okay. Have you done a risk assessment before? Right. Do you have compliance that you need to do? Or or a lot of what we get is we want a red team. It's like, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to oversimplify this greatly. A red team is to test your blue team. So why do you want a red team? And they'll say, well, we just want to get somebody to come in and we want to you know, have them hack stuff and see what they can hack. Okay. You want a pen test. <laughs> Have you guys done an active, active directory audit? Have you guys done a firewall? Audit? And see, this is Have when, you, I, when I ask the question, do they even know what a pen test is? <laughs> right, right. So so that's that's something that we're always going to try and work with people on again. And I mean, scoping. Yeah. There's no, no shade towards anyone. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times these terms get used loosely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We, we get a lot of people asking for red teams when they don't have a blue team. And, you know, there are certain instances where that might make sense to do, but generally not. Generally what you want is a pen test or some kind of a security assessment, right? right. Lots of assessments that you can do before a pen test that will put you in a better stance to have a pen test. Right. Now, still, it's great to do a pen test and scope everything in, like I mentioned, but you know why. Now, if you are doing, let's say you're PCI compliant, you have to be PCI compliant and that's why you have to get a pen test. 
So in my opinion, that's a fantastic opportunity for you as the security advocate for your company to greatly improve your security posture. Now we have people tell us all the time, we want a PCI pen test. We're like, okay, do you want a pen test that is good for compliance for PCI? Or do you just want a PCI pen test? Like we can scope other things in. We can do, here's your PCI section, but let's scope everything else in, right? right? Let's let's get, let's actually make sure you guys are secure. Because because let's be real, the, the criteria for a PCI pen test doesn't necessarily mean that you have an unhackable network. Like right. if they can get into something else somehow, like I mean, it's still it's still valid. Yeah. So um, know why you're doing it exactly. If it is truly that you just need a you just need a compliance, you need certification for PCI, for HIPAA, for for you know GLBA or, or whatever you need. Um, you know, sure, it's it's valid. Maybe you want to keep that separate also. We have some people who they want to do their normal overall pen test. Right. They want to do a red team, they want to do whatever, and then they'll also do a PCI pen test, a GLBA, you know, whatever directed targeted pen test for that. And that's you use a couple of different services to complement what you already have in motion. Um, starting out with the risk assessment to kind of like scope the the land, survey the land, then address those vulnerabilities that might have been discovered from that assessment, then turn around and come back with a pen test. And then if you want to get more granular with it, um, target specific systems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, a lot of that comes back to scoping, man. We keep going back to scoping. Yeah, it's, we do. <laughs> it's incredibly important. It really is incredibly important. Um, again, your scoping should be a conversation. Have a conversation. If it's just a form and then they start the pen test, I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. So, yeah, there there might be better ways to get a pen test than just give me a PCI pen test. Right. Right. So try to do everything you can. I think what's, what's unique about um, our our team is that we like to also advocate for companies and businesses to um, try other pen test companies to see if the results are different. Yeah, I'm an advocate that, you know, you've, you've been doing the same pen tester for five years, you need to switch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, have your one company that you're working with as far as, especially if you're doing, like, blue team services and stuff, it's right. great to really work with a good company. But if you're just doing, like, a pen tester, man, a lot of us have different methods. I meet up with lots of pen testers, mm-hmm. and we all learn things from each other. Yeah. I'll go, oh, yeah, man, I've been doing this, like, yeah, I've been doing it for a year. And they're like, oh, man, you know, I haven't really done much ADCS attacking. Mm-hmm. I've mostly done SMB and blah, blah, blah. And I've gotten really far on that. And I've never had to mess with ADCS. Like, right. it's just different. Everybody's going to have their different methods that they prefer. We all try to do everything, but realistically, everybody has their own methods, their own tools, their own things. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, rotate every every once in a while, you know? I mean, uh, it, it's good to do, I would say like every three years, if not every five years, if, you, if you're doing yearly, at least every three pen tests or every five pen tests probably. So if you're doing, you know, you have one company do your pen test three times in a row, like if if they're just still doing, I mean, I think the next time you need to change it, right? At least see. And uh, that's another way to audit that kind of pen tester where you can say, okay, cool. Now we had another company come in and double check their work essentially. Yeah. And did, did they find a whole slew of crap? Then like maybe that company maybe. didn't do very good, right? So it's, it's another way to kind of audit it. Um, I guess, uh, so I've got... One more thing, one more thing. Number five, uh, security team must want it. So what do we mean by that? They must want to actually desire to secure 
the systems that they're operating and managing. Um, pen testing and pen testers are not, we're not bad guys. We're not bad people. We're not coming into an environment with the intent to, hey, we're going to take everything down. No, that's not, <laughs> that's not our mindsets. Um, we're more so interested in actually testing to see how, what work has been performed from the previous year and test to make sure that whatever vulnerabilities ex previously existed, they've been addressed and what steps we can, or remediation steps we can provide to, I guess, provide them a better, more direction on how to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think these, like you, like we said, your pen testers are your friends. Yeah. You, you want, we're not here to make you look bad. We're here to help your security overall. On your side. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we are on your side. Um, and so, you know, work with your pen testers on the reports, everything like that. I'm sure every, every pen test company's not out to make you look bad in a report, right? No, no. And if it's something you have to deliver to a board, especially, we'll really work with you and make sure that, and I think everyone will really work with you and make sure that like, this is not something that is damning. It doesn't make you look bad. Right. This is just something that explains it in a way that executives can understand. And I know me personally, especially if I'm, if I'm performing you know, on an engagement, I tend to tr like go out of my way to make sure I highlight um, the good things that yes. a team is actually doing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, highlight the good. Um, and that's, you know, for any, any of our pen testers who are listening or, or even, even the customers, you know, say, hey, don't be afraid to ask people, hey, can you talk about whenever I, I blocked you on that? Can you talk 100%. about whenever our EDR shut down your 12 attempts at obfuscation? Yeah. Like, can you? <laughs> that stuff should be in a report. You, you should, should say, we were able to do this after several attempts. The the tooling was stopping us, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, yeah, you should always have that on there. Um, but the, the security team wanting it also goes back to, don't put your pen testers in a box as well. It goes back to some of the other things. Right. You you need to understand this is this is good for you. This helps you. Overall, this will make your job better in the future, easier in the future. Yep. Prevent those IRs we were talking about where you have to go, okay, heck yeah, our pen testers are coming in. I'm excited to see what they find. And not only that, you get to witness the growth that your team has gone through in terms of better securing the environment. Right. If you can show, if you can show your leadership, hey, look, these are the pen test reports in the last three years. We went from, they had five major compromises and they found 1,200 vulnerabilities mm -hmm. to they had one major compromise and they found 300 vulnerabilities to they had no major compromise and they only found five vulnerabilities. That is huge progress. Yeah, exactly. Huge like progress. like you can you can use the reports as your report card, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that that's uh, going to help you majorly if you just understand Absolutely. these guys are your friends. Um, this is recap it. So, so scoping? Scoping. Yeah. Have to make sure that you... Uh, Make a conversation. Get get everything that you can in the scoping. Don't be afraid to to scope in weird stuff. You know, if you if if somebody says, "Uh, you want us to do some fuzzing on that?" Sure, why not? Let them let them do it. Unless you're concerned about something taking down production, you have a really good reason to scope something out. Scope it in. Um, don't put your pen testers in a box. Let them onto the network. Let them do their thing. If they want to, let them be free. Yeah, let let <laughs> let your pen testers be free. <laughs> we want free range, non-caged pen testers. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, get your company buy-in. So make sure that the the company's on board. Everybody knows this is good. Like this is this is how we're going to improve. Uh, know why you're getting a pen test and communicate it. 
So make sure people understand, hey, this is, this is for PCI, but we're really concerned about X, Y, Z. Uh, know, you, know why and communicate it. Yep. And then your security team must want it. You need to have, or at least your CISO, somebody has to want that pen test. And that'll make everything else line up, honestly. If they just want it, they'll want to scope it. They'll want to let them out on the network. They'll want, they'll try to get everybody into it. If they just, they, that last one, if they really want it, everything else will probably fall in place. It makes everything so much better and easier for everyone. Yeah. You got any other tips? You do a lot of scoping. Um, let's have to have a conversation. Like you said, <laughs> yeah, scoping. And let's make it a conversation. Um, address any concerns. Um, and ask whatever questions that you want to ask. Um, most of the time, I feel like most customers and clients are more concerned about systems being taken down. Um, but again, that's not the mindset that we have. It's more so, okay, if you have any concern, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And if you do, systems taken down, something like that. Okay. Can we do a dev environment? Right. Okay, can we do after hours testing? Right. Like most people are going to be pretty flexible and work with you. And sometimes I feel like some of our clients, they may not even be aware that that's even an option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah don't be afraid to ask. Just throw stuff out there. The worst anybody can tell you is no. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, those have been the uh, five things to ensure that you have a good pen test. Uh, I'm your host, Tanner. You guys can uh, reach out to me if you have any other questions about this, or you can reach out to Keelan. Um, we're on LinkedIn and everywhere else. So, uh, Keelan, thank you for coming on chat with me today. For sure. All right. Thanks everybody.